This is Story Quest. Brand new stories you'll want to hear again and again. These days, with the internet bringing us closer together, it's easy to make friends with people that you've never met in real life. People you probably never will. And as you know, it can even be dangerous to actually meet up with people online because you never know if they're quite who they say they are. But you're a sensible sort of kid, so you know that, right? But what about a friend who was really there, but someone who you or other people couldn't see? An invisible friend. These are quite common, actually. They're often called imaginary friends, although they can seem very real indeed. It's possible you had one yourself. Or maybe you still do. Sometimes you're the only one who can see them. Other times, they're just sort of not there at all. Although they are. Confused yet? I know I am. Anyway, I mention this because today's story is about a boy who had an imaginary friend. Garrow was a small boy in a big town, and his imaginary friend was called Tixie. Garrow couldn't remember a time when Tixie hadn't been his friend. As soon as he learned a few words as a very small child, he would chatter to Tixie in his warm cot bed. He would chase in the garden with Tixie when he got older and play with Tixie at school when his friends weren't around. He might have looked a little bit strange laughing and running around on his own, but he didn't care. Tixie was his best friend. If Garrow had to describe Tixie, he would say, well, see for yourself, he's right there, because Garrow could always see Tixie. He looked a lot like Garrow, although he had ears, and a tail, and whiskers, and paws. In case you couldn't tell, Garrow loved cats. His family had a cat, Snowflake, a very fluffy pedigree Persian, and whenever Tixie came to play, Snowflake would purr and rub around Garrow's legs. Maybe she could see what he saw. It was something his mum knew about, and because, as I have said, imaginary friends are pretty common, she didn't seem too bothered. Okay, she had to sometimes set an extra place at the table for Tixie if he turned up for dinner, and one or two times she had been told off for sitting on Tixie, who, unbeknownst to anyone else, had curled up like a cat on the sofa. But in general, Garrow and Tixie just got on with playing and chatting and laughing together. When Garrow got a bit older, he began to play on his computer more and wanted to watch videos about people doing silly things instead of running around in the garden or curling up for a chat with Tixie. But people change, especially when they're growing up, right? Although I should say that it's a good idea to keep running around outside and not just stare at computers and phones all the time, and that goes for grown-ups too. Garrow had just got into year five, and as he had PE, he had carefully bought his PE kit in his school bag and hung it on his peg. However, when the time came to get changed, he was astonished to see that it had disappeared. He heard a chuckle, and who should appear but Tixie. He was mischievously holding the bag and began to scamper down the hall. Catch me if you can, he said. Garrow growled in frustration and gave chase all around the playground before Tixie disappeared with the sports bag with a pop. Garrow trudged back to the classroom. He was late now and his teacher told him off. What on earth did he think he was doing? Doing laps on his own like a rabbit with a sugar rush. My PE kit was taken, he said. I was trying to get it back. Don't be silly, it's right there, said his teacher. And sure enough, the kit was on its peg, just where it should be. 
Trixie Tixie. His imaginary friend did tend to be a bit mischievous, but he never got Garrow into trouble before, so that was a bit strange. A week or two later, Garrow was just getting stuck into a particularly good bit of his latest computer game when there was a cry from downstairs. Garrow! Come here right now! He jumped from his chair and ran down the stairs. Mum was furious about something. She was holding the treat tin, which held chocolate bars and sweets, which he got when he finished his chores or did something nice. The treat tin was, however, currently empty, and not because Garrow had been doing loads of chores. As I said, he was more likely to be sat on his computer instead of making mum tea or helping load the washing machine. Do you care to explain where all the treats have gone? said mum. For a fleeting moment, Garrow wondered why mum had been in the treat tin at all. She wouldn't be going to the supermarket until the weekend. Was it possible that mums gave themselves treats? It was a thought. But anyway, I haven't taken them, I promised, urged Garrow, wondering what on earth was going on. Well, if you haven't, then who has? said mum, as there was only one Garrow and mum in the house. If you didn't count Snowflake the cat, it wasn't looking good for Garrow. Although, come to think of it, there was someone else, wasn't there? It it, it must have been Tixie, said Garrow. Mum pursed her lips and did not look convinced at this, but as he said his friend's name, who should appear? Well, to Garrow at least. It was Tixie, and Tixie was looking very pleased with himself, with crumbs in his whiskers and a paw filled with wrappers. He's right there, said Garrow, pointing, but as had always been the way, Mum couldn't see a thing. Look, Garrow, I think it's lovely that you've had an imaginary friend for so long. It shows that you have a very creative imagination, and that will get you far in life, although it may not make you rich. But what is not lovely is trying to get out of trouble by blaming your imaginary friend. You're too old to think that I will believe that for a minute. Garrow had to admit that it was unbelievable. But what could he do? Tixie seemed determined to be tricksy and troublesome, and Garrow was beginning to dread what would happen next. Over the coming days, he got into trouble no less than three more occasions, thanks to his imaginary friend, or rather his so-called imaginary friend. The back door had been left open, and the neighbourhood cats had come in and eaten all of Snowflake's premium cat food. Trixie Tixie... Garrow's trousers had mysteriously disappeared from the swimming pool locker, and he had to go home with a towel wrapped around his waist. Trixie Tixie. And let's not talk about the incident when a very rude noise was made in church on Sunday and everybody swivelled their heads in Garrow's direction. (coughs) Troublesome. Trixie Tixie. Garrow had had enough. He had decided to have a talk with Tixie to sort it all out. As always, when he wanted to see his friend, all he had to do was think about him and he would appear. Whiskers and all. Why do you keep getting me into trouble? He asked. Aren't we meant to be friends? Tixie gave a shrug. Because you never want to play with me. I'm so bored. We used to do everything together and now you just look at the screen. But why would I want to play with you when you're so mean? Tixie sighed and his shoulders slumped. I didn't want to be mean, but I didn't know how else to get you to think about me. Garrow knew that perhaps he had grown up a bit too much to be friends with Tixie anymore. He felt a bit sad. 
But on the other hand, whoever they are, imaginary or real, it isn't a good idea to spend time with people who make your life difficult and sad. I think we need to say goodbye. It's different now, I'm older, I just like to do different things now, said Garrow. A thought occurred to him. Hang on. As an imaginary friend, surely you can change to be whoever you want. And there must be hundreds of other children who would love to have fun with you like we used to do. Tixie looked up curiously. It was a thought. He became excited. Yes, I could find a new kid to play with, someone who's not always stuck to the computer, he added, pointedly. Fair point. But I think it's for the best, Tixie. And the two friends hugged each other and smiling, Tixie disappeared, fading into nothingness. It was a relief not to have to worry about the next trick from Tixie, and now when Garrow thought about his new friend, he wouldn't appear, and that was actually okay. Although I say he wouldn't appear, but in the years to come, on a few occasions, Tixie did appear in Garrow's dreams. In the dreams, Tixie would tell Garrow about the child he had befriended and how he was now more dog and a sort of shade of blue to his new friend who was a little girl called Anna. And when Garrow woke up, he always felt happy to know Tixie was alright. And when he grew up, Garrow would use his creative imagination to become a very famous artist. And did, in fact, become very rich. So his mum wasn't quite right in her prediction, but with his money... He was happy and able to buy her lots of treats, even more than you could squeeze in that treat tin. And that's the story of Trixie Tixie. Thanks for coming on a story quest with us. If you like that story, make sure you're subscribed to the podcast so you never miss an episode. 